Hey, what's up? Hey, 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 and welcome back to those anime girls. Yep, yep. So we're going to start it off per usual with our anime news tea. You want to kickstart yeah. it for us? Sure. So um, what I saw, I actually saw it um today Ooh. that there's, uh, you know, with I think maybe, I don't know if this is just an anime announcement. This still has to do with the Crunchyroll Expo. I don't know. That might be over by now. But um, because I think it was the weekend. Mm-hmm. I saw that for, you know, that, have you heard of the anime ranking of kings yeah i have heard of that one actually i haven't seen it yet but um have you no i'm about to pull it up it's that's not the one with the little boy with the mm-hmm. crown okay mm-hmm. yeah i actually had a friend or see not a friend a co-worker tell me about it and she was like it's really good you need to watch it and i'm just like mm, yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> what gives you pause the cover of it just did not appeal to me personally. I will say for me, you know, the animation is usually a big thing, but I think just with all the people, how people talk about it, mm-hmm. I am willing to see past my flaws. <laughs> because it does seem like really really good like it seems like they kind of compare like as far as like adorableness and you know wanting to root for them like i've seen like the main character boji being like uh compared to like anya and then if you've seen on netflix uh kotaro lives alone yes i do love that one now yeah so i've seen them compare him to them so I am willing to try for that. But, you know, that's also not usually the style that I like. Yeah. But, um, who knows? Maybe we can watch it together and uh, talk about it on here. I think that would be a good idea. You know, we already got some other ones we got to watch together. Otherwise, you can't get me to watch it. So, right. So, we'll just, how about when I come over next, we just put that on our list, get some good snacks and. We'll go from there. I'm but the news is that they said a special episode's coming out. I think, I don't know if it's the beginning of 2023 or they just announced that a new episode or a special episode. So maybe like an OVA or something mm. is going to be coming out um, in 2023. So uh, that's cute. It is. I will say I have heard quite a bit about that one. So Me too. Um, I feel like it is a good one. I just, you know, when you just got to kind of just jump right into it, like dive into a pool. That's what I got to mm-hmm. do. That's it. Yeah. So. I'm here for it. All right. What about for you? Well, my anime news is, have you heard of, so I feel like yours was kind of talked about a lot and mine was um, as well. Have you heard of mm-hmm. Call? Oh, wait, hold on one second. Oh, excuse me. Call of the Night? Yes, I have. Okay. So I have been seeing that around a lot everywhere and I've been seeing the mangas and everything. Oh, me too. And, okay. And I've, I've really tempted to get it. Actually, I saw, before I knew about the animation coming out, I had seen the manga, like before I really was like paying much attention to it. Long story mm-hmm. short, um, it's on Hi-Fi. Am I right? Saying that one right? Oh yeah. I didn't know it was on there too. I thought it was, excuse me, just on Crunchyroll. So does that mean it's like a dub? I'm not sure because I was going to subscribe to Hi-Fi. I was trying to see if it would be worth my little five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that that's not like anything major, but when you're subscribed to so many things already, at this point in time, you got to be smart about what it is that you're mm-hmm. doing. But I didn't see it on Crunchyroll, so let me double check to make sure all of... It might not be, but I will say what I do know about High Five um, or High Dive. It might be High Dive. High Dive. It's High Dive. <laughs> <laughs> what I know about High Dive is that they do a lot of like dubs. Oh. So like... For example, like month have you ever seen Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun? No. I think I think you would like it. It's like a shoujo. Um, but that start I think that dub I think that dub's on Netflix now, but it started with them. They did it and then like they did some like Food Wars dubs and then they did the dub I wanna say for is it 
Hitorajime boyfriend. Oh, okay. So they they got quite a few then. Uh-huh. This is their their cup of tea thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely a sub girl all the way, but I definitely like some of the ones that I started with dub. I'm here for like, I will not, but then you're not a fully one. I think that long as it's not okay. If it doesn't match what you think, Mm -hmm. I think you're more open. So like, for example, I'll give an example. I'm, I will say probably equal. It just depends on what I'm doing. So if I want to, mm-hmm. I want to focus, I want to, I'm still going to pay attention, but I also want, don't want to have to have my eyes glued. I might listen to dub, but for me, I think, excuse me, when I started, there were less dubs. I mean, when I started, there were more dubs than, you know, when you started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me, I think, um, I may be a little more open, but I still don't think that you're like, oh, no dubs. No, no, no. I'm definitely not no dubs. I'm not. I prefer subs. But that's just a per- a personal thing. But I'm definitely not no dubs. And I think the only reason why is because with certain dubs that I've heard, I was like, this is trash. It, it was just the, it was the voice actors themselves that made it bad. It wasn't even because it was in English because obviously that's my first language. But the voice actors they chose, and I'm going to think of it because I can picture this anime in my head, but it was just not a good one. And I feel like I was just like, okay, I'm going to just go back to what I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it can be like that, you know, like you said, at certain times, but I feel like more than anything, when people do the whole sub versus dub thing, and I'll let you continue because it's like, that's not even what this segment's about. <laughs> but I think it's like, it's not, it's never going to compare because you're comparing like people who literally speak like that. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about, what do you mean? Like their language? I'm saying dubs are, yeah, I'm saying dubs are never going to. So like, for example, if you're literally looking for a dub to give you exactly what you get from a sub, it's not going to ever do that because it's a Japanese voice actor who literally, that's how they, like they speak. Obviously, you know, you have to, there's acting that goes in like to voice acting. So it's not Mm -hmm. like they're talking how they always talk, but I'm saying what I mean more is maybe that's their native language. And so they, you know, emote or the way they express certain things in that language isn't going to be comparable to dub because, again, it's like their language. That's how I see it. So I don't do it to compare. And like I said, there, I mean, but there's been some, for example, in Black Clover, I literally had to watch dub because no offense to the Japanese voice actor, like obviously they did a great job just for like regarding like sensitivity or maybe like overstimulation. The way that he like was screaming for Asta's voice, yes, it fit the character, but it like because it was so high pitched, it literally like grated mm-hmm. my nerves. Like I couldn't, I literally it couldn't do it. Like, and it's not <laughs> or, And like it was just like too overstimulating. Like if you think about it, in the neurodivergent way, I couldn't. I literally couldn't do it. Like it was like almost painful. <laughs> So I had to watch a dub where when his voice is deeper and dubbed. So when he be yelling like that, it doesn't bother me the same way when it's versus when it's high. Yeah. Because it was like the the voice was like high pitched and yelling. So then it was like, I can't do that. Like it literally was like nails on a chalkboard to me. But um, but yeah, I think that if you try to compare, then you'll always be like that. You'll always be kind of like disappointed because it's never going to be the same. You know, that to me, it's not exactly the same, but I think it's like, if you think of something that belongs to a certain culture and other people, yes, they still respect it and they do it for, so other people can have that experience. Cause you know, not everybody can like, dub is also for like access. So more people can like engage with it. Cause not everybody can like read. 
read it, you know, stuff like that. Wait, um, you don't think I compare it, do you? Because I was like, that wasn't what I was trying to. No, 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 I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, I hope she doesn't think I was like that was what I was saying. You know, when people are like dubs are trash, like people who are who say all dubs are trash, not like you. No, 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 you don't say that. So I wasn't talking to you at all. I was like in general for people who are like 100% anti dub. Yeah. So I'm like, if you compare it, it's never going to be the same. But I also agree with you that if I start something in sub that or dubbed is hard it can be hard to go back so like for example and i'm and all the i'm sure all the voice actors were great for curricle basket but because how many you know and i haven't even just watched it once because you know i love it so much i've watched it multiple mm-hmm. times and there was never a dub until like maybe last year or late 2020 i think it was last year though mm-hmm. um so it sounds weird now because i i for several times up. i watched it subbed but nothing about, like, I don't think, like, oh, the voice actors are trash. No, like, I'm sure they're great. I heard bit, parts of it, and I felt like it fit. It just was, like... Not what you're used to. Yeah, so I have to watch a sub just because how many times I watched it, mm-hmm. that's, like, what sticks. See, and that's how it was when I was telling you about me starting the Bleach thing, and I was like, I could only find sub, and I was like... I started it all in depth and I was like, that's what I want. That's what I know for this specific anime. Cause I love, I, I don't know. I loved it. So that's why I was like, I can't wait. And then you're like, Hulu, Bria, Hulu. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. So I completely agree with you. But, but yeah, you were talking about um, Call of the Night and you're thinking about starting the, um, Oh yeah. I just wanted to, the show or. Yeah. I want to, I want to watch the show first before I buy mm-hmm. the manga. I'm pretty sure I'm going to just end up getting it anyways because it just looked really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've just seen a lot of good reviews on it when I was looking at the um, like Annie List reviews oh, and just okay. seeing the ratings. So mm-hmm. if you haven't started that one, if you have, let me know um, in any of our social media platforms or something. Just hit me up. Let me know because I was like, I, I want to know if it's worth my money and time. Mm-hmm. I have so many animes to catch up and watch that I just want to make sure I'm diving in deep for a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was my anime news today. Yeah. Okay. So then we can go to our topic for today, which is another, you know, fun one. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to talk today about, and again, uh, if you heard our previous episode, I was we were t- kind of talking about how that's probably going to have like a part two or a part three because there's so many uh, duos we want to talk about. And the same thing goes for this mm-hmm. list when we're talking about like some of our favorite like badass female characters. And just saying if people aren't on this list isn't saying like it's not saying like, oh, these are trash female characters. I just think that sometimes, especially like depending on how old it is, like female characters just weren't able, weren't like allowed to be like shine the hbics like they you know like um depending on who wrote them so you know for the ones who got to be that um yeah so we're gonna talk about our favorite um baddest bitches in the room yeah okay Um, so you want to go first sure let me look at my little listy list here let's say okay i'm just gonna start it off with the i don't want to scare people away with this one so hold on (laughs) no why how are you gonna scare them away I don't know. She's a strong, a headstrong one, but I'll start off. Um, I'll start it off light with this one. Uh, <laughs> if you watch The Promise Neverland, then you know one of the main characters. If you've seen the cover of or anything, the girl with the orange hair. Her name is Emma. I don't think mm-hmm. have you finished that one, T? Uh, I'm gonna finish the first season. I have to go back and see. I don't remember though. Okay. Okay, but Emma is going to be one of my, mm, I wouldn't say she's one of my faves, but she's one of the ones I feel like deserves a lot of credit, if that we can mm-hmm. put that in the same category. For what 
So if you don't know, beep, 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 backing it up. So if you don't know what The Promised Neverland is about, pretty much they're orphan children that are taken into, I don't know if they call it a camp or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but pretty much they there's someone there called Mama, um, and they pretty much take an orphan child, the child's taking, they're getting adopted, but literally the child is becoming dinner for these monsters because they're living in a world of chaos, which they don't know, which is beyond the walls. But- that's pretty much a very brief synopsis of it. And this girl named Emma and her two friends, Norman and Ray, they're all orphans, but they're kind of the older kid. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we got to get out of here. We got to go. And then, and I think what's more specific is like, they're the smartest ones too. They are. They are the smartest ones. They kind of see what's going on and they figured out like, you know, the kids aren't going to, they're not going to homes. They're getting slaughtered pretty much. So I guess- I was to say, I guess they, with like, I will say that it's not like they just- somehow guess that it's because when they snuck off yeah so there, there's more to why how they figured it out um so it wasn't just like oh we see they just ate him in front of us no that's not how it went because <laughs> you could never you know guess that never like right it was because they were sneaking around and doing things and they found out and then they're like oh, oh yeah well, we- they're trying to give her her toy back yeah because she had left it left and they it. were but they weren't even supposed to be leaving at that point so i was right. like uh, they can so, never leave like the area no, you know nope they were, they're in like a, I don't want to say cage, but they're in like a fenced in wall. Technically, like you said, like the, the air quote orphanage is like the camp. Cause you know, there's like different, they found later there's like different camps, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's not, definitely not a happy go lucky one. It is not, it's not for the weak hearted. You gotta be a little strong willed to see this one. At least it started off with, it gets, it gets better. It does get better. I promise you that. Um, yeah. I will say, uh, let's better in the essence that I don't want to say too much. Cause I don't want to be the biggest spoiler, but it gets better in the essence that you can see a little bit of hope coming into their lives at certain points of time. Whether or not that okay. hope is taken away, I won't say. But okay, <laughs> that's all I'm trying to get at is that they have hope at certain points of time. You're like, yes. What happens next? I won't. I don't know. Can't tell you. So, but I will say, Emma. For me, I feel like her. The support of her friends made her one of the strongest ones considering the situations that she had been put through in order to have to think these things through um, and kind of be a ringleader because it's not just like one or two kids they got to get out of there. It's like, what, 12? Something like that. It's a lot of kids and they're not like, you know, their age. They're little kids. Like, ba- mm-hmm. not, I think they had like a baby, one baby or like a two-year-old, you know, like someone that could barely talk kind of thing. And they're doing very dangerous things in order to escape Think of someone trying to escape a camp. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not easy. So along with children trying to get children out and the mindset that she had in order to do all this and just to kind of navigate through, I was like, you know what? I got to give you a round of applause because I could never, I would just be stuck in the camp for the rest of my life because Mm -hmm. I I physically couldn't do it. So I'm over here giving her the props. Also, she did have a good friendship system, I want to say. I mean, at certain Mm -hmm. points it gets rocky because of, the climax dynamic of how they told the story and everything but Mm -hmm. in the end it gets better so that's how i wanted to point out emma first (laughs) i guess on a dark note too but it's okay no that's a good uh option especially i guess if you're thinking (laughs) of younger characters i just couldn't not that i didn't think so i know it sounded like it was fake but i was just really trying to remember what i was gonna say um, i'm just kidding anyway but um yeah, I know you said you didn't want to scare people off with starting with all of mine are strong will, so it literally oh, doesn't matter. That one wasn't um, my one that would scare them off. I feel like you're gonna know. Which- but then now I'm like, 
we might be strong. We might be talking about strong in a different way. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> oh gosh, maybe we do. Maybe we describe badass differently. We'll find out. But you know, sure, whatever, it we'll works. Figure it out. <laughs> so I think my first one. I'm going to say that the main reason that a lot of people might not be aware of it is because they shit on the show a lot, and Ooh. so. Yeah, I mean, and it's just saying, look, you can like what you like, but no matter what people say, there are definitely arcs of fairy tale that are great. Oh, I and love fairy tale. Get too, but a lot of people don't. Um, I know. So, uh, well, who I'm going to talk about is Urza Scarlet. Urza is literally just like she is that girl. Like no matter where she goes, she's literally one of the strongest of the guild. Like. All the guys respect her. Like, she's the type where, like, you know, if they trying to sneak diss her, she's like, what was that? And it's like, nothing, man. <laughs> Period. Exactly. Let him know. Um, oh, I do like Urza. Sorry, I had to look her up. And I also like, like, you know, on the, in the later kind of, like, episodes, you see, like, or get to see, like, you know, softer sides of her because of her relationship with, you know, a certain character and a past and all that stuff. It's super cute. Uh, a ship and all that as we say uh, <laughs> but anyway she's still even with like her being as strong as she is she always shows like that care for like her close friends um and even more than that it's just like who gonna who's gonna see me like this is a slight spoiler but it's not like big and it's not even super big as far as like the storyline just more of like or the plot something that kind of happens during this time but basically there's like this um challenge when they're kind of at at this at like these like grand games or whatever where they're like competing against like different guilds and so everyone who's playing the game they chose a few different wizards from each um guild and so let's Mm -hmm. say it's maybe like 10 to 15 people playing this game so then basically what the game is like it's kind of like i don't know if you remember this but when my hero the like my hero exam to get into the school where they had to like fight a number of monsters or whatever. So basically what you have to do is go into this castle and there's going to be like a hundred monsters. And then each person, they draw, they drew like lots to see like who was going to go first. And you get to decide how many monsters that you're going to kill. And you get points based on how many you kill. So she was like, she drew the first lot and there's like a hundred monsters, the castle. So there are like a hundred monsters in the, the castle. And then like, so they're expecting like, you know, maybe this person choose 10, this person choose five, this person choose 20, that type of thing. So after she drew the lot and she was first and they were like, how many are you going to get? Uh, how many are you going to try to kill? And she's like, all a hundred. <laughs> and do I have to tell you if she did it or if she did it, period. So <laughs> I just really mean. like seeing someone, you know, who not only is one of the baddest and probably the baddest uh, female character on the show, but also someone who, you know, is a good person too. So it's lit. I'm glad that she actually did it. I haven't gotten that. I think fairy tale. I got up to episodes. If it is, I got to like episode 40 in the forties. I know that. So if it happened Mm -hmm. around then, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But it was way later. Okay. That's probably why. And I was like, (laughs) I don't recall this. And I think I remember her killing a hundred monsters, you know, by herself, but what do I know? Okay, okay. And I saw something too. I didn't even realize this where they said because they didn't show a mall in the anime, but I think she has like a hundred different kinds of armor. Like, okay, baddest oh. bitch in the room. I'm just saying. Who are I you? I mean, I, period. I don't make them. I just follow them and sometimes, you know, get them to work for me the best way they can because they were made for me. You know, look, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Bad bitches yeah. only. Look. <laughs> And that's all it was. 
But yeah, so who's your number two? Let me see. My number two, let's go with... Okay, I'm going to go with... It's a double kind of thing. They kind of play off of one another. Mm -hmm. But um, this one's... So when you say strong, this one's not strength strong. This is more like... I feel like they had... Well, I mean, it was a... Okay, well, the show I'm talking about is Nana. Let me start there. Which I know. And also, technically, we said badass. So that doesn't mean they have to be strong. They could be, you know, in... In any form, I guess. Is that what you're going to yeah. say? You no, know, yeah, I was okay. just going to say badass doesn't mean, you know, oh, they're the strongest one in the room. Just kind of like how, like Arzo was saying, overall. Overall. But that okay. also was a part of it. Okay, then I am here for Nana. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of an older um, 90s style kind of anime. I love it. It's definitely mm-hmm. in my top five kind of thing, for sure, for sure. But there are two Nanas in Nana. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm saying that word a lot. So let me not confuse you. I mean, one but you them- have to. Yeah, one's name is Nana Osaki, which is the one mm-hmm. I'm referring to specifically. She's the one who has the short black hair. She's the band leader or mm-hmm. the singer in her band, Black Stones and everything. Hardcore rocker, love her. And then there's another Nana that's named Nana Komatsu. And she got the nickname Hachi um, from the other Nana, but there's a reason why. So the Nana I'm speaking of is Osaki and the reason I think she's so badass because she is kind of one of those stories where, you know, her mom abandoned her. She grew up with her grandmother, mm-hmm. so she still did have family and everything. But she kind of grew up with a very hard exterior, not going to love anyone, mm-hmm. doesn't know how to love people, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of along for the ride of what's called life. That's pretty much how she wrote through it, which I was mm-hmm. totally here for, you know, until I saw her interact with the other Nana, which I will just continue to call her Hachi. They are like night and day, complete opposites. Like the movie Freaky Friday, where one's like a rocker and the other one's like a pretty princess wow. kind of thing. That is literally how they are. Um, and so they kind of bring out the best in both of them and they form a really good, I don't want to just call it a friendship. And it's not like mm-hmm. they're lovers or anything, but it's, it's like... You know how you can find your soulmate with like your friends or your best friends, like they're your like soulmate. That's how mm-hmm. I feel like they are for one another. Like they build each other up in the best ways possible and they're there for each other. But Nana Osaki, um, she's just a badass bitch all over. The lead rocker, she's beautiful on top of that. Like everyone loves her. And she's not one to be like, oh, I'm a um, she's not one to be like, what's that girl's name that I don't like from Sword Art Online? Asuna. There Asuna. we go. Yeah. Um, which Asuna wasn't one to like gloat or anything like that. So I can't even say that she was. But mm-hmm. make other people feel less than because they feel like they're better than them. You're saying she's not like that. Not at all. She's not. She's down to earth, funny. Um, it's just she's a I love her character development all over, like from beginning to end, even with all the hurdles that she had to go through. And so I feel like with that, like you don't get too many. Well, first off, we don't get too many female characters that we get to talk mm-hmm. too highly about because of just how anime can be sometimes with male protagonists. But to get someone like this that was brought out earlier in the days, because this was an older anime, it's just mm-hmm. chef's kiss in my eyes. And so that's why I have to put her on a pedestal right now. And the other Nana is good too. She she takes a little bit more hurdles. I relate to more Nana Osaki because mm-hmm. Nana, which is, sorry, Hachi. <laughs> Hachi is more um, love struck, boy crazy, love struck kind of going through life in those hurdles, which is not a bad thing at all. But I just see a lot of, hmm, what's a good word to use? 
a lot of naive decisions that she makes based off of blind love, which mm-hmm. end up hurting her more in the end. And I'm just like, no, like I know it's life and you got to learn. But I was like, oh, oh, why did you do that? But it's not her fault. Like you, you go through life, you, you make mistakes, you live, you work from them. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's how, that's who I'm choosing right now. Nana. Well, Nana oh, is. cool. No, I think <laughs> that one is like, it seems pretty universally loved. So it's, it's amazing. If you haven't watched it, T, I will sit here and watch it with you whenever you want to, you know, I'm down. No, I haven't seen it, but I definitely want to. I am here for it. Whatever you want, I got you. I got the popcorn waiting. <laughs> okay, I got you. Okay. So um, my next one, I'm going to say, and I'm not going to be, I can't go into full detail and some things I might have, I might describe in a non-spoilery way. Like I said, because you're watching Bleach, but it's a character from Bleach. Oh, let me um, get my look at this stuff. Okay. Oh, it's someone we actually talked about earlier. <laughs> Okay, okay. So I know. I'm talking about Yoroichi the Stallion. Um, because it's just like, who is a bather bitch? Like, who is just, it's just like, even in just her energy, like when she comes in the room, it's just like, mm. wow. Like, she is about to own it. And it's just even like, you know, I think even in. And I know with how, because like I said, I know that you're rewatching the Soul Society art because you don't remember everything, but you, I can okay. still talk about some things that happened in it because you've at least seen it. So it wouldn't be a spoiler. But basically. Yeah, yeah. I never um, got to her part. I've seen her, like I know what you're talking about because I've seen her images around, but for some reason I didn't get introduced to her yet. But girl, speak away. It won't be bad. But yeah, so I think even just like seeing the way that she, you know, one thing I do think too, I really do like too, is when you kind of see like duo friendships, when it's like a male and female character, sometimes it's like not equal, whereas the male's doing everything and like the female just kind of has to like go with their plans. But something I really like about her and like Kisuke's partnership is that it's like, he does what, you know, he's good at and she does what she's good at. And they both trust each other to get it done so like you know for her she okay i'm being careful because i know you haven't watched it all. i'm trying to i'm trying so, to like <laughs> no i'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna see how i can describe it okay okay i know how i'm gonna describe it without spoiling because something i'm gonna say is gonna be a bit before you if i were to say it, you it's gonna be a bit before you get there so okay. um basically you know it's clear that from like the soul society arc you might not know yet exactly what her history with the soul society is but there is a history because she talks about like, you know, basically being the baddest where like no one's ever had, cause like one of her next names I want to say was like, if not the flash, it was something like flash master Yorichi, something like that. Because mm-hmm. basically no one had a faster flash step than her. Like literally no one was seeing her. And um, you kind of also see like, there's a history where of kind of like some soreness. We think about being the sore loser with like Byakuya because even when he was young, she was leaving him in the dirt. So Damn. it was nah. just like, you know, it's, it's like she's at this point, and that's this is what I won't exactly say yet because you're not there. And like I said, we can always talk about it later. And once you get there, was the baddest to ever be there. And I kind of already now, like, you know, in that art too, that she used to be the um captain of like, you know, and commander of like the stealth force. So I think just thinking about that and all that that all that comes with that as well, where it's just like her ability to be able to like sneak in and out without getting found, without getting captured. Like (laughs) she is just that girl. Like 
there's no other way to describe it and it's just also like she's like really funny and like witty as well like you know like when you think about like those one-liners but also like you know not afraid to call people out when they're like acting ridiculous or you know Mm -hmm. they need to be uh getting people together so um that's another thing i love about her trying to think what else there's so many things to love about yorichi it seems Um, like i'm gonna i love the characters and um like bleach you know i'm still at the beginning and mm -hmm. stuff so i've never like you know i've I've loved like i watched it before i started it Mm -hmm. before so i've loved it and so i'm excited to get to know the rest of them because Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten to the ones I hate yet. Let me put it, or the ones that piss me off. But I've had like a good relationship with everyone so far, except for well, I don't have a bad relationship. What's that girl's name with the orange hair? Or he She's fine with me, but mm-hmm. she's a little airheaded in my opinion. But you know, I guess that's what character development's for. That is. I mean, she's after I found after I rewatched it, and I was like, ah, yeah, she's been through a lot, living on your, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't hate you at all. I actually kind of like you, but I need you to give me more. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's all. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about that more. But yeah, basically, <laughs> that's what I um I love about her. And well, like I said, uh, and even just like I'm not going to tell you be specific because again, this is this is what I was saying is a little too a little far. Yeah, farther than uh, where you've gotten. But even just like there's a situation where. It's like a dire situation and, mm. you know, she completely, you know, not only Handled. makes a decision that changes what her life looks like, but she saves people in a situation where if she wouldn't, they likely would have died. So I think, you know, it also, again, speaks to how badass she is. Like, she just is like that girl, you know, and there's never going to be another one. That's basically it. I'm excited to get to run into her during the, my episode watchings, which I'll watch them tonight as well. So going to your next, is this our third? Yeah. This, you want to do this. three and then go to the last stuff? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on your, for your last one, who is it? My last one. This is the one that was a little, you know, I, I have more cause we'll do this one again, but this is the one where she's strong. Let me give the preface to it before I say okay. her name. So she is strong in the essence that she's physically strong. I think mm-hmm. she's, mentally strong in certain aspects of her life as in being able to be manipulative um, being able to decipher and kind of get her way in the end and this Mm kind of sounds bad with the preface but with what her job was and what the anime was this was the best thing for her now the other side of her mental stability where she's not as stable and and that's the part i kind of don't approve of and you'll see why um there are some things why you'll, you'll see in a second. It's, mm-hmm. I'll just tell you the anime. So the anime is, and yeah, guys, this is actually one of my favorite animes just because I don't know, it stuck with me and I've just loved it. But it's a psychological thriller in my mind, Future Diary. And the girl I'm talking about is the main character, main protagonist, female protagonist, I should say, Yuna Gasai. Gasai. I don't know if I ever say it right, but I always call her mm-hmm. Yuna. The girl with the pink hair and everything. So when I was, describing her her mental health like as far as because they're in the what future diaries about long story they have this like i'll just call it like a game they have to play and Mm -hmm. um she ends up becoming obsessed so she becomes a yandere 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 Mm -hmm. how do you say that yandere yandere there we go 
a yandere for um the main protagonist guy his name's yukiteru um so she becomes like engrossed with him like everything's about him but it becomes to the point to where it's, it's harmful and hurtful obviously hence the name she got so that's where it's kind of like red flags that's not okay we need to get you a little bit of help because you're gonna hurt him yourself and you're willing to hurt anyone that gets in your way to get to him that's kind of where i'm like whoo girl that's not i don't flow with that too well however with everything else that she does with her strength and her love for him when it's sincere Mm -hmm. and not warped to the point to where she, you know when someone loves him so much that she's like i'll love you and death to his part and i guess that means you have to die with me now kind of thing right yeah when it gets to that part i'm like yeah no red flag can't do that but when she loves him and she's just like really just in awe of him to the point where it's not psychotic i am totally here for it um but there was that little fine line where i was just like eh, i can't support you on the crazy part of you wanting to like, he's all mine in every aspect to where it's like, she doesn't want to wear a skin or anything, but she would basically, like, you know, I would stuff you Lucky. up. I, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'd stuff you if I had to, just to have you around kind of thing. That I, I can't get with. But everything else, oh my gosh, I'm here for her. I love how she looks at him in adoration when it's not crazy. I love how she, when it comes to it, the only thing I can tell you, when it came to it, she had to go behind the scenes to do certain things. If I were an assassin, I want her skill of being an assassin. Like how your is, your forger from Spy Family, mm-hmm. how their assassin skills are, I feel like they're top level. Now, is she doing stuff to kill people rightfully in Future Diary? By any means necessary? No. In the game, does it work because that's what this all is about? Yes. So I am with her 100% on that. Any other things that she did beforehand, which I won't tell you guys, can't get with. Not my cup of tea. I can't jiggy jiggy with that. But. See, you see how you laughed at yourself? <laughs> I tried to hold it, but um, yeah, that's who I also have as strong in certain aspects. I want to be very clear about that. Mm-hmm. But that's who I had. Yeah, that's who I I thought it was gonna be that um that <laughs> show slash character because of what you were kind of talking about earlier. Yeah, I figured you kind of knew, and I was like, ah, she's gonna know who I'm talking about. And I was like, I mm-hmm. know you. And then when you said we had different type of strongs, so I was like. Yeah, I was like, it's not that strong, but it's strong in other aspects because she's mm-hmm. crazy, y'all. Let me give it now. Your girl is crazy. Or let's say mentally unwell. Mm, I like that better. It sounds more something like if I was going to curse someone out in a corporate email, I would say something like that. And also, you know, just kind of like, because sometimes like there's like a... A bad stereotype associated with the word crazy and other... Yeah, can be like a... You know, that can... that's And it can be... um I cannot think of the word... Ugh. Ableist. Yes. Ableist. See, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for it to... No, no, no. That's okay. That's a bad habit, y'all. I don't know if anyone else is like me. And he gets me in check most times now because I'm used to saying... Like, the one word I could never say and would never let anyone say around me was the R word. Couldn't say it. Of course. Couldn't let anyone say it. Um, but I would say, I say the word, I can't even say I would, I say the word crazy very frequently and I try to check myself most times. It it doesn't happen all the time because I didn't know, I really didn't know it was considered being, applying ableist to other people. So I've been saying, yeah, cause it's like, you know, like when someone is like depressed or anxious or, you know, even when we think more serious, like mental disorders, mm-hmm. like a bipolar disorder or schizophrenia mm-hmm. or dissociative identity, like. Oh, you're crazy. You're acting crazy. You know, that type of thing is like 
what makes it like ableist. So, but like you said, you know, I think once you find out and then you work to like change your language, you know, then you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, like you said, you know, I talk about like how, you know, I think, you know, especially like you think about like black, you know, vernacular, you know, we always do like, oh, are you stupid? Are you you dumb? Yes. Uh, I I always talk about like correcting myself with that because, you know, that also does the same thing. Like when we think about like people with like, obviously it's not exactly the same as like using the R word, but you know, it's a long, it can be along the same lines as like ableist in that way. They fall under that same umbrella um, Mm -hmm. of saying it. So yeah. So I think, look, let educate people because I had to learn. And so maybe some of the people out there like me and don't know. So just, be cautious of what you say, you guys, or try to use different words. Look, that's or- why all these words exist. Cause it's like, you know, for example, for me, you know, instead of like saying like, you know, what I just said that I'm trying to change, like that's wild. It still gives the yeah. same like energy, you know, without mm-hmm. being like harmful. Ableist in any form to anyone's conditions or anything they're going through. So, yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah, right. so uh, like I said, I knew that's where you were going <laughs> with yours. So to end it today, I'm going to talk about one of my, when I literally, when I first saw this character and every time they showed up on the screen in this anime, I was just like, you cannot tell me that she's not one of the baddest bitches to ever exist. Like she is just it, like capital IT. And I, I am like- talking... You might know, but you might not. I think you, I don't honestly don't think you're going to guess this one, but whoever you're thinking is probably someone I also feel that way about. But, um, <laughs> so okay. I am doing a character from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. She's also in the original. So mm-hmm. I am talking about Azumi Curtis, who's act- also affectionately known as Teacher by Ed and Al. Um, okay. so, and also, oh, who are you thinking? That was not who I was thinking. I'm going to save it because who you were thinking was someone who I was thinking. I thought we had the same. Um, and I know we'll talk about her later. Like, she will come up. But that was not who I was thinking you were going to say. But I do know who you're talking about. And she's, yeah. One, this is how you know that she's bad. The only instance where someone with uh, white skin had locks and I wasn't mad. The only instance, every single time. Every single other time, you know it makes me inch. Like, I just, I literally, it literally makes me sit. But. Nah, that's, that's something different. Just like, you know what? I won't even continue. But isn't that real? Like, you know, with her, it's just like, you know what? I'm, a, you I'm know not what? even mad. No, but like you said, where it's just like, I was like, you know what? I will allow it this one time just because <laughs> you're you. But I think, you know, even just how they like show, like thinking about like, you know, it's like her meet cute with her husband's almost like you know because they both like were like rustling bears and like she was doing all this like wild stuff which is why she like you know when she trained uh and al she was giving them these like really difficult things to do because she's like i did it and it's just like and also when you find out later that you know briggs like the north army you know where like olivier is there's like Mm -hmm. a super there's one of the things they're known for is like Basically, their fortress being impenetrable. Like, no one can get in unless, like, you're allowed in or you're a part of the army, like, a part of their forces. And she's literally the only person in history who ever has snuck in. And she was, 
use like and she was like sneaking around and making sure like she survived and was you know stealing food and like resources and all that stuff which again it's just who is better than her and then i think you know to take it even another step after what happened with her and like when she saw like the air quote like truth and all that and what was Mm -hmm. taken from her so like i think you know that she still is even though people wouldn't see it like that but you know a lot of A lot of disabilities are actually invisible where you can't see where I think, you know, if you're thinking about someone who can't control like they that they throw up because of like some like internal organ kind of things. I think, you know, that could qualify for that. But she still is one of the absolute baddest, even with like what she experiences, you know, because that can't be comfortable. You know, she gets sick a lot and, you know, she sometimes she just has to like lay down and stuff like that. But like what there she's I think it's still showing that, you know, and that can also you know, thinking about like representation where you can, you know, showing that you still can see people like you or who experience things like you and see that they can be known as, you know, one of the baddest to ever do it. So I really love that. And then whenever she ever shows, whenever she shows up and has to fight, it's just like, she's that one. It's never, oh, like she Ah! shows up and shows out like every single time. So yeah, I love her, and I love every time we I, we see her, and I also like how she low-key pretends like she isn't as bad as she is, because it's like, you know, whenever they ask her who she is, she's like, I'm a housewife, and it's yes, like- that is what she says. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but you're also one of the baddest to ever do it, so- You're also like, probably stronger don't... than who you're talking to right now, and you know that, but <laughs> keep it humble, baby, you know? You ain't got to tell everybody your business like that. Right, and I really do love Cal supportive like her husband is a of her as well because you know also sometimes i think you know in like regular media like tv shows and stuff and even sometimes in anime too i think the husband like overshadowing the wife or not like being supportive but like he know he's strong as hell he knows she's strong as hell and yeah. you know they strong as hell together like we a duo but um I yeah they do have a cute relationship <laughs> they do but um yeah that's it for azumi the baddest Curtis. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love that. I think we had some pretty good choices for our first kickoff. And one more thing. Sorry, I f- totally forgot about it. I also like how she also has like, um, she's like, it's not just like one side where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm just tough and stuff. Like, you know, she's also that, of course, which is iconic. But I also like how, you know, she also shows up, especially with like all that Ed and Al like have been through, especially mm-hmm. around when they first started. And then when they would visit, like after they were you know, they try to bring their mom back and they, you know, yeah. they were experiencing hard times. Um, like a like almost like an auntie low key. Because, you know, obviously yeah. she was hurt that they did that, but also thinking like, you know, but also she was she lectured them because, you know, that was dangerous and they both could have died. While also see this is my first time saying it, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's Comforting them because of what they did lose with trying to bring their mom back. So okay. I think like having like both sides where you know it's like you know kind of like my husband though type you know brawling roughs yeah if i gotta fight i'm gonna be the baddest while also you know having like a heart of gold like you know she's a great person as well because you know that's a part of making you the baddest yes i can not just being strong but also like other strengths like you know emotional intelligence all those other really great stuff so um yeah but like you said uh that was a pretty good part one but i mean there's so many people we can do so definitely we'll this will we'll have to bring this one back bring it back bring it back 
I don't know where that one came from. Sorry. It was a, <laughs> I have yeah. I have it. But so, yeah. <laughs> so from there, um, who are you fighting or defending this week? I feel like mine kind of plays a little bit into it when I um started to think about who I wanted as one of my strong females. I also really mm-hmm. one person who I'm just like, I will fight you and there's nothing that you can do to get out of this. But wow. I'm, I'm not gonna fight in mood and you know, but from the promised Netherland, how we kind of gave that back synopsis earlier to everything. Um, so one of the people that they call Mama, her name mm-hmm. is Isabella. Mm-hmm. She has to be the mama for um, Emma and Ray and Norman and all them. So she was the one pretty mm-hmm. much who knew because she was in the or so skirt backstory. Isabella used to be in their shoes. She was an orphan. She had she was chosen one day, and she had. Two options. Either she can get eaten for dinner by the mm-hmm. monsters or she could become mama. She said, I'm going to choose to be mama because I don't feel like dying right now. Which I mean, right. you pick whichever one you want at that time. So with that being said, I feel like instead of her trying, because she knows what it's all about, trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way in order to better help the children so they don't have to go through what she went through. Because she actually, one of the reasons why... Um, she became a little messed up and everything. It was because her very close friend, I forgot her name, if it was Lexis or Lexi or something with an L, mm-hmm. but she ended up getting eaten. And that's what, that was her only friend. And that kind of just like traumatized her, mm-hmm. her, her to the rest of the time. So with that being said, with her knowing that this can happen to all their friends and everything like that, I would have thought in her mindset, you know, it may take some time, but I'm going to work on trying to get these kids out of here or figure out the best way possible just to try to, like, if I can say one farm or anything like that like let's see what i can do because at the end of the day she's a cycle that continues and i was like but no she didn't she was all gut hole her mindset was i'm gonna give the kids the best time before they get to be someone's dinner right which i see like yeah you want to be nice to them and everything but don't be nice to them with the intent of hurting them later mm-hmm. and i was not okay with that at all and i was like you i couldn't i couldn't stand the the mentality that i felt like she tried to psych herself into thinking she was doing good for them when she was really hurting them more than anything Mm-hmm. Which is beyond my comprehension at that point. And I was very much in shock to how someone that went through this could actually put people through this. And that related to how, you know, how we always can come back to one of the most traumatizing people, Akito, how you can want to put people mm. through the same thing that you went through. And you think... And not even that. She didn't even go through a quarter of how bad, you know, and that's yes. not minimizing what she went through, but she did a lot worse than what she experienced to multiple Ex- people. You are absolutely right. Like, <laughs> or someone put you in a room and locked you in there. Yes. And tor- tormented you. Like, ugh, let me not even start. One day, you already know that fight is going to, that might be 15 minutes because I got a lot to say. <laughs> no, you're, I'm right there with you. So make it, <laughs> yeah, we're in the same boat. But it was kind of that mindset to where you could have, that you could physically do this and be okay with it. And then I don't want to give too much away, but when certain things happen, she's kind of just like, huh. Okay. Kind of like as if when a certain aspect happened in the anime, she kind of had the re the realization after she tried to, I'll just say it, but the kids ended up getting away and climbing over the wall and that's how they mm-hmm. started to do kind of thing. So spoiler for that part, I'm just throwing that out there to get to this point. But it was kind of like after that happened, she tries to like chase it down and everything. She just kind of came to the realization like, oh, they're gone. Like they'll be back kind of thing or you know, she was in the mindset of like, I want to say bliss, not blissful happiness, but just bliss like, hmm, tis what tis. Like, 
I, I don't know. That mindset pissed me off as well because I didn't, I was like, what, where, where are you going with all this? Are you happy they got away because you sure as hell didn't help them in any aspect of this? Are you saying this because you know they'll be back and you're hoping for their demise for them to come back to this hellhole? Are you hoping that they actually find something better out there because you weren't able to climb over the wall when you tried it? It's just like misery needs company. And baby, they're not trying to Mm -hmm. sit with you at the table. They got their own table. You're not included in this right now because you want to be selfish and rude and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. That's all I had to say about her. (laughs) I was trying to get real mad. No, no, no. I think that's completely fair where it's just like, you know, in order to, and again, I definitely understand where it's like, you don't want to die. So I understand, okay, this is the only other option, but also it's like, while you, you know, thinking over like her before, like Emma and Ray and Norman and all of them Mm -hmm. uh, made that plan, you know, probably hundreds, if not thousands of kids, like she like prepped to be eaten. So I don't know. I was just like, I, I couldn't. And I understand like your fear for your safety, but don't just mm-hmm. keep sacrificing the children and thinking you're doing the best for them at that point mm-hmm. in time. And don't make it, make it seem like you have not like there's nothing else that you could have done because there was. So that was all. It, even if it took time, like I understand it's not gonna happen overnight, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, throw yourself a self pity party. Like I can do nothing more. I saw I'll make you happy. Girl, bye. You don't get my face. No, that's completely fair. Like you said. Like it doesn't make it okay. Yeah. But that's who I'm, um, you know, that's who I'm fighting. But what about you? You fighting today or are you defending? So I am fighting. Fight, 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 fight. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hit him with the left. Hit him with the right. Hey. The rest of that song don't got nothing to do with fighting. But um, so we're gonna stop there. <laughs> that was that. This week I am fighting. And I am fighting, you know, last episode I talked about my love for Kurokono Basket. Yeah. And I am fighting, and I think that once I talk about it, you'll remember this person. But this character's name is Hanamiya. And so the main team Sayreen Se- has to go against this team in order for them to uh, be able to play in like basically like I would say their version of nationals I don't know if it's called it's like I think it's called the winter cup I'm pretty sure it's called the winter cup but it's basically okay. a nationals type um competition so I know you like to uh google did you see what they look like do you remember yeah, that I remember this ugly boy when we talk about evil niggas right like when I mm. tell you that even with my chronic back pain, my chronic migraines, my <laughs> <laughs> uh, my neck pain that's starting to uh, flare up again. I would find a way. I would either have to fi- uh, hire someone to fight him after this game, or I would just have to call the hospital and let them know I'm on the way and to get the best morphine drip ready. Not because they would beat me up, but because I'm already I'm I already dealing with all this other stuff. That's what I'm saying. But done. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But basically, what happens is so when Sarian starts, and I'm gonna try to make it as spoiler light as I can because I know a lot of I don't know how many people have seen it. But um so Sarian, um, when they start, they kind of have there's this like it's one of those things where you know if you if you don't long as you place at a certain rate in like I I think they place at a certain place like in their inter high. So they just had to do like some qualifying games in order to get into the winter cup versus like, okay, only the top three teams from the inner high make it. 
So, and if you watch sports anime, literally every sports anime got an inner high. Um, excuse me. So then they're going against one of the teams. And when I tell you like people cheating is like bad enough, but the way that this guy, uh, Hanamiya and his team were cheating was like literally villainous. So basically what happens is like Sanrin's so excited because, you know, one of their, um, and you'll remember him, one of their like, their like former kind of ace was like um, a character named Kiyoshi Tepe, who is amazing. But what happened was, oh, that's the other reason why I hate him so much. I literally just remembered one of their, uh, and he was kind of like, he was like really responsible for Sarin even being a team. Are you still there? No, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. A long line, so that I got scared. <laughs> Silence. Right. No, but, I was um, listening. I was trying to remember stuff. But yeah, so um, one of their really good players comes back, but he was gone for like a whole year because of an injury, and uh-huh. we found out that he was injured by this same nigga. So Ooh. basically, what happened is that he was losing, and they were doing great, and then he knew how important Tepe was to the team. So he purposely took him out, and luckily they have been – well, nothing is lucky. Obviously, everybody on Sarin was, like, heartbroken, but this is before Kuriko and Kagami get there. Everybody mm-hmm. on Sarin was, like, heartbroken. Um, but they had already, won, like, scored enough that they won. Um, yeah. But then they fell out of the competition last year right after that because of that. So – um, then this whole time starting out, like everyone knew that he did it, but he kept pretending like he just like Tepe just fell and he didn't do anything. And then he was like taunting them. And that's kind of like what like took like, cause I have like a captain who's usually kind of, he's a coolish headed type type when he yells, it's not like seriously, he's just kind of being silly, but, um, he literally was about to go off. And then again, like as they're about to play with him again, because Tepe came back and he didn't think so. He's like, something like, yeah, y'all know I did that. You know, basically it's like, you better watch his back. I'm going to do it again. So it's like, I already want to fight you then because you literally like, that's not even being a sore loser. That's not even being a hater. If you want to be a villain, how about you jump in a comic book? Not in real life. Cause like you're playing with people's like limbs and like their mobility, like over a game, over a game. Again, you need to be in somebody's hospital. Like it should never take it should never take you to that point. That doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't you should never it's like this ain't like and even if it was like an NBA like game or someone had a lot of money on it, it's still villainous behavior. But it's just like over this because we better than you. You mad, so you're a sore loser at the end of the day, regardless, but you really that mad? So I can never walk the way I walked before again because y'all suck? Okay. How is that my fault? So then basically what happens is because he knows that. So what I will say is like, you know, this time around he knows and like uh, Tepe knows that he's trying to come for him and Tepe still is being him. It's like basically like, y'all not going to play us. We're still going to win. And then what happens is he gets like, because this Hanamiya guy is so wild and I don't know what's going on with his school, but his school let him also be the coach and the captain. I don't think you can do that. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even think students can literally be coaches, but they're like, whatever, for the storyline, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> We're going to let so, it go. And he was like, he literally instructed everybody to like physically harm the players. But what they would do is like, they would do it outside of like the vision of the um, referee. And honestly, the referee should be fought too, because it's like, 
I remember like some of the bench players for Savering were looking through the injuries or someone was looking through the injuries. And so these refs never saw any injuries take place on the court. But then we have all these lists of injuries from the other teams that played them. And y'all were just like, oh, oh I'm okay, you should be fired. And I don't even know if, if basketball refs like that get like hired or if you even get paid. I guess you get paid, but it's, they should take your pay. And you should pay for the injuries of the people who they got hurt. Pay at this point, because you over here acting blind, blinded by money. You don't see anything all of a sudden. I don't even know if they were getting paid for that, but they didn't right. so then it's, So they would hurt people in like the um outside of the vision of the refs. So they started doing that. But one thing they didn't know is when they tried to do that to Kagami, Kagami is about it. He's one of the newer players. And when they, when they started doing it for him, he literally forgot he was playing the game. And he almost, so he forgot that they were doing it outside the, uh, the eye of the rest. And he almost punched somebody in the face, which is like same. But also, they, y'all definitely not getting to the Winter Cup. Not at all. So luckily he has bestie uh, Kuriko who had to trip him to remind him, hey, do you want to win or do you want to get yeah. it uh, suspended? Because <laughs> we can, they can see us. We can see them. Yeah. And then it's just like, to make it real like evil, then Tepe felt like, because, you know, he's always felt kind of like a big brother type and even especially meeting the new first years. So like the same person who got hurt last time, he ended up taking most of the hits and then so everyone's like worried about him because, you know, he's already, it's not like he's a hundred percent healed when he came back. And even if he did, that's still way too much, but mm-hmm. he's still like on the mend, And it seems like, you know, he's not fully, like he'll be able to make it, make it to the end with us, but then he might need like some more help. So it's just like for him to take all these hits and like bruises everywhere. He's limping again. These refs need to get fought as well. You didn't see that. He wasn't like that when he started. Like, <laughs> where is this coming from? Like you. So we just not seeing nothing, right? They, but anyway. they start humming or what is that whistling and looking the other way? Like they didn't see that one little thing. So then you know, and he starts to be like because the captain was like, "If I have to, I'm gonna pull you out." And she was like, "Oh," and he was like, "I'll never forgive you." But then afterwards, there was a point where it's like. Like the first years was like, no, we got this. Like you done enough and you shouldn't even have to do that. We don't want to see you like suffer. And he like apologizes to the coach or whatever. It was like, sorry, you know, I just really want to win. But it's just like, and then that's the other thing too, where the Hanamiya guy, once they like get out of the trap and like they're doing good and all that stuff and they're not able to like hit them in anything anymore. He mm-hmm. literally swipes at Kuriko, which is like the main character. And if anyone who's seen it, you know, Kuriko is pretty like, level-headed like you know he would be like the ice the Kagami's like fire you know and even their hair colors show that and so like you know he's pretty chill and they're like going but everyone's like mad in the like break room and Kagami's like kicking stuff and the coach is like stop kicking the merch not the merch but stop kicking the furniture <laughs> and then um Kirko's like yeah you shouldn't really do that um and then he was like how are you not mad and then for anyone I always remember this scene because Kuriko literally is like the most level headed even killed person character like I've ever seen but his you see like his on his, when they look at his face you see like one of the most angry faces I've literally ever seen like when we talk about rage there we go just for like what he did to like you know his friends as well as him like he like swiped at him and like if Kuriko wouldn't have moved he literally probably would have, if not broken his nose, like he would have been like Severely. at least a nosebleed. So yeah, um, 
that's why I will fight that nigga. And uh, what I do also love is like he comes across like one of Kuriko's like old teammates, and he's like, "Oh yeah, um, we're gonna win and all this stuff." And his old teammate's like, "No, you're gonna lose." And he's like, "Um, how are you gonna say that? You see us and all this stuff. Like you." And the, plus, the fr- the yeah. teammate knew how they got uh, went down, got down. Um, and he was like, "No, y'all gonna lose." And he was like, "Um, why?" And he's like, because you made uh, Tetsuya angry, which is Kuriko. Like, don't play with him or his. That was period. the end of that at that point. Right. But up. I'll say all that to say that I will fight and I had to give out the, the backstory. I will fight him because it's like, one, you, think you have to cheat to win. And not even just a regular cheat. Like, you're literally harming people to mm-hmm. win a high school basketball game. And you literally, like I said, you really do have to be in someone's hospital because the things that you were saying where you like find pleasure in it, like there's, there's something that is not clicking and we need the connections to be reconnected. Like, you know, when you got to reboot that Wi-Fi, you take yes. the plug back and you put it back in, like there has to be something that happens here and you have to get fought just alone. Really, you have to get fought for the first time when you injure him seriously, where he couldn't play basketball for yes. a whole year. And then when y'all are trying to not injure other people, but then him like excessively. So nah, we got to get it back in blood. I'm sorry. We have to in get it blood. back. Not saying we get killed, but y'all are bleeding. It's your turn. <laughs> So like I said, I don't care if it had to be me. I'm hiring someone. It's 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 done. It's happening because it's like game over for you O's. You're not just gonna do that and then just go home and be like, oh, we're mad we lost. No, you're losing something else as well. <laughs> an Period. eye for an eye. Because it's just like, nah, no, 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 no. The first time was already bad enough. But then this time, no. We won that and we went in this fight. Like, no, you're going home with at least I need to see everyone on your team go home with the injury after y'all went to go back and get on the bus. That's it. But yeah, that's why I will fight him. Because don't I'll play with right my team. I'd be right behind you. I didn't like him. He was he looked scary. He did. So I mean you, I mean, that's not always the case. Like, just because you look scared doesn't mean anything. But I mean, like, he looked. Oh, no, but he, you could tell, like, there is something seriously wrong. Yeah, he looked a little. Yeah, we're going to go to our last uh, segment, um, which is husband of the week. So, who was your husband this week? My husband of the week is going to be something light, something cute, something I feel like no one could say that they wouldn't have met their husband. But I'm taking it. A little bit towards the Studio Ghibli side of things. And I am making my husband of the week. Our sweet and adored Howl from Howl's Moving Castle. So I don't think you've seen that one yet, have you? So far, I've only seen Spirit of the Way, Kiki's Delivery Service, thanks to us. Uh, And uh, is it Mr. Cat's Return? But you told me about how Howl is one of your husband does. Yes, yes. So I love how he is, he's so princely. Um, he's just very elegant. I get to use that word now. But he, he just comes off as very elegant. Now, I will say he doesn't give enough affection towards um, the main girl in the beginning for me. Just because, well, he already knows that she's cursed. So if you don't know anything about House Moving Castle, um, his castle actually moves. It's moved by a fire mm. called Calcifer who is almighty powerful fire. I don't know if he's a demon or God or something like that, but he's in a little flame right now, but he moves the house Mm -hmm. and then um, 
Hold on one second. I forgot her name. How's I forgot the main lady's name. I feel like Sophie. I feel like oh, it is Sophie. It is Sophie. I hadn't had to look it up. But the main character's name is Sophie. She gets a curse put on her by a witch, and it kind of turns her old. Like she goes from mm-hmm. something to like eighty years old, bones her and everything like that. And she can't tell anyone that she's cursed. But since Hal is like a wizard and everything like that, he already knows about the curse, so he's not. He could tell like a powerful curse was put on her, so he's not surprised by it. He welcomes her into his home. He goes okay. off because like, they're in a war and everything. Mm-hmm. Hal is also kind of like mixed with. Like, I don't know if he's cursed or if he's mixed with, like, a demon bird kind of thing. Like, oh, okay. You'll kind of see where he kind of reverts. He has to transform into a bird to go fight in the war, and then he'll come back. Okay. Kind of to be his loving, caring self. But when he is Howell, he's never, like, abusive or mean or anything like that. But when he is not fighting and stuff and not tired, and he's in the house, he takes Sophie out um and treats her just like the queen that she is regardless of that if she's in the older body or younger or whatever he gets to be vulnerable with her and shows her his lowest moment where she sticks beside him and helps clean him up and get him out of his his um funk that he's in and gets him back on his feet he takes care of her in the aspect that he is just a supportive like from the beginning he never questioned her and i you know that may be bad in certain situations Mm-hmm. But for them, it worked to where right, he, like he, he trusted her. Where it was like I didn't have a yeah. reason not to trust her. Yes, yes, and it wasn't like love at first sight or anything, but it was definitely like trust at first sight to let someone into your home like that and to be able to. Um, he kind of just let her clean. Like he's like, oh, you can just clean and do the house stuff, and he just let her in the house. And like his house is special now. Like when you when it's parked. When the house is not moving, they park mm-hmm. it. It's funny. It's just funny hearing like a house being parked. <laughs> I know. It's like it, it'll all make sense if you could see it. I promise. But they have a dial on it. Just say it has colors red, yellow, blue, and green. Mm-hmm. Whatever dial you turn into will take you to a new place. So he technically has like four different houses because okay. he turns red, he'll be in the forest. He turns to white, oh. he'll be in like the city town thing. And they're like four completely different. Yes, the different colors, the different places. So you can be in the middle of town one day or at one house, turn the dial. Ten minutes later, you could be in the forest. Ten minutes later, you could be at on the war site if that's where he had mm. his house parked. So it just depends. Okay. So I, I just love Hal and everything about him. And yeah, that is who my husband of the week is. No, I'll definitely have to check it out. Yes, girl. Yes. Who's your husband of the week? Who are you calling dibs on? So let's see. My husband of the week is... Okay, so today I am doing Benny Maru from the time I was reincarnated as a slime. Ah, oh, Benny Maru. Is that the redhead? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, Benny Maru is someone who joined, like, if you've seen slime, I'll try not to, I'll try to make it... Uh, as spoiler free as possible, but basically he and like the people from like where he's from. So he was like an ogre king and um, he and his kind of team come up across like Rimuru and you know, it's kind of like a little mini battle kind of thing, but then it's pretty, pretty quickly. They all become in, come into the fold and they all play like a big part in like helping him build like his um empire. But yeah, Benny Maru is the one who's like in charge of all the like fighting and all that stuff. Like, you know, he's like the commander. What I love about Benny Maru, one is akin, you know? 
are they a husband though if they're not fine they technically can't be um (laughs) at that point no um also you know it's clear that just how all the people from where he uh that came with him Mm-hmm. how they see him and view him and like respect him and then that like then translating all the people like in tempest shows like you know we love a leader but not in like an abrasive way but like a like a gentle way where it's just like hey you know i can call these things out but i'm not gonna be like mad aggressive or anything wild um okay, see okay. i gotta do it too uh <laughs> <laughs> But, um, and he's also, like, really kind-hearted, and you see that with, like, you know, how he, like, interacts with his sister, and then, again, it's just, like, I've said, I don't make the rules, I just enforce them. There's something about Benny Maru's, because if we think about Benny Maru from Fire Force, another bad bitch, and like I said this episode, bad bitches link up, again, I don't make the rules. we are here. (laughs) So, I don't know, something, especially when it's, like, when you think about races like dwarves and ogres and things like that, mm-hmm. there's something about the ones with horns because, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about Benny, but then we talk about, I want to say that his name is like Odana from Kakurio, like bed and breakfast. Also fine. Also an ogre, oh, you know, yeah. as the race. So there's just something in the recipe, you know? Something about it. It's just like, yes, you know, I, I'm going to stick beside him. I'm going to be on the side. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not fighting, but I'm going to be in my division doing what I have to do, representing the way I represent. <laughs> Look, it is, when you said there's something about their little horns, it just makes them so, you know, that's the PG way. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's a PG description. That's, that's a nice way of um, putting it. And like I always say, you know, with all my husband does, I would like to find out, like, you know. We finna see, basically. Meet but me. yeah, I love... Outside? Oh, did I say outside? I meant upstairs. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, love his character. Love them from the beginning. You know, he was consistent. Again, you know, my type is a fighter with a... For a cause, you know, with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and he also is built as well but you know that you gotta also have that heart of gold it's not just you can't you know you can't look like that and be awful because then it's just like well that's a waste exactly so you know that's it that's it. what makes him a, a husband though and you know he's consistent that's also great in the husband though as well so um yeah, that's what I'm choosing for this week. I love it. And he was fine. He's top of the line. Cute face. Pretty ladies in the big behind. But you know, honestly, though, if we get into it real quick as we end, you always want a little something back there. You just don't want it to be like, a, a you know, straight back, straight line. You, you know, can't just have it flat back patty. It's like a little curvature, you know? Show me that you also hit the squats, you know? I just, I need to have, you know, some definition there. So, what'd you say? I said, as long as it ain't bigger than mine, I'm okay with it. Because otherwise, (laughs) we're going to have to trade or something. And you can't get mad if you do a little smacky smack on the side because you got more cake for the both of us. So you can't be mad if I'm coming up smacking behind and grabbing cheeks. Can't if you have more than you, if you're packing more, then I am grabbing more. It just works that way. You said round of applause. 
Throw that ass in the circle. Throw that ass in the circle. Girl, that takes me back to like high school. <laughs> uh, that stuff on CD. You know how we would do a burner CD? We put no. all the twerking songs. I think I still have it somewhere in my room. We put all the twerking songs on a burner CD and we would put it in the car. I remember we were in the V6, the Volvo V6, and we riding around. Oh. Woo! Those are funny, ratchet times. Love it. But yeah, that's it for um this week's episode. Again, thanks everybody for listening, you know, yes. sharing, retweeting, um, down, posting down, down, down. on Instagram, you know, so just continue to check us out. Uh again on we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, Amazon Radio. Music, and Heart Radio. Um yes. but yeah. And uh follow, download, listen. Yeah, tell a friend. Those anime girls with a Z. Yeah, if you have a question, always, you know, send it. Whether it's like, hey, I want y'all, what are your thoughts on this or that? You know, you can always send us an email at askthoseanimegirls at gmail.com with a Z. And um, do you have anything else for today? No, that was, I think that's it right now. But just make sure you tune in for next week's episode. We're getting closer and closer to the countdown of AWA. We are already in the month of August, September, then October, and it's here. So I'm super excited about that. Um, That's all I got. (laughs) No, yeah. And so we will catch y'all in the next one. Peace. Bye.